0: Can you hear that sound? Listen carefully. It's the sound of Ron DeSantis' ambitions and his nasty campaign for president of the United States imploding. It's collapsing, and it's a fun thing to watch, isn't it? Ron DeSantis was very narrowly elected against a Democratic opponent who shortly after the election was found and photographed, passed out after a night of smoking crack. So when we look at Ron DeSantis's political career, we should all understand, in politics, it's as important to be lucky sometimes as it is to be good. And Ron DeSantis has been very, very lucky. When he ran for Florida governor in the Republican primary, what was his campaign about? He ran as a sycophant, literally. He ran as the biggest Trump ass-kisser in the field. He made perfectly clear that he would be loyal for life, or until death do them part. Now, DeSantis didn't hold up his part of the bargain, but he's running for president and collapsing quickly. What type of governor has Ron DeSantis been? What type of person? Has he tried to lift people up, bring them together? Has he tried to make his state more prosperous, more friendly? to instill it with more opportunity for its people. He chose to do none of those things. Instead, what Ron DeSantis did was incite a culture war, pitting one group against another, adding on to the fire that Trump started, one log at a time, stoking division, animosity, and cruelty. Ron DeSantis has departed completely from the concepts of free market economics. DeSantis believes in a doctrine of punishment and revenge, like his mentor Trump. He wants to decide what books people can read, what thoughts they can have, what they can learn, what they can think, what they can believe. And any deviation from what Ron DeSantis believes will bring the power and the full weight of government down on the heads of the apostates. The point of Ron DeSantis's fight with Walt Disney is this. If he can do that bullshit to Disney, he can do it to you and to anybody. That's the point. If you stray from the party line, you can expect punishment, imprisonment. Does that sound like liberty to you? Does that sound like freedom? What that sounds like is what it actually is. It's fascism. And Ron DeSantis is an American practitioner. Amongst the many perversions of Ron DeSantis's governorship, there is one that stands out. It is his embrace of a doctrine of racial amnesia, of pretend, of a deluded fantasy that holds Black Americans were Lucky to be enslaved. They got skills from the experience. The transatlantic slave trade, as a historical artifact, is something we live with to this day. The enslavement and the brutality of the captured peoples from Africa who were brought to the North American continent and died by the tens of thousands at sea and on land, who were beaten, abused, whipped, chained, scalded, abused, treated like animals. These human beings are the legacy of the Atlantic slave trade. The abominations of their treatment stain the human legacy, not just the American one. Slavery wasn't born in the United States, but it came here and it had shaped the country. We can find the legacy of slavery in our founding documents where three-fifths is how a black was counted against a white for purposes of figuring out the census of the country. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, Please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt S T E V E S C H M I D T dot substack.com. Again, Steve Schmidt.substack.com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. Over and over again, Ron DeSantis has tried to cover up this shame. He's tried to foist a version of history that is untrue, that's a lie, that's an ideological deceit, no different than what the Soviets did, or what Mao did, or what Adolf Hitler did. It's propaganda. It obscures the truth. Blacks did not benefit from slavery in the United States. They were murdered by it. Their families were separated and broken by it. They were tortured by it. They were whipped. They were beaten. This legacy is America's great moral stain. It is the burden that the country must overcome to reach its potential and its promise. There are some who say that what John Lewis and Martin Luther King accomplished in the 1960s was the birth of the Third American Republic, a republic that exists under a 50-star flag. And it's that 50-star flag, which is the only flag in all the long history of the United States that stands for freedom, liberty, and equality under the law for all of the people. It wasn't true when there were 48 stars. That was Jim Crow America. And it wasn't true when there were 13 stars because there was slavery in America. The birth of the second American Republic is linked to the defeat of the evil Confederacy at the end of the American Civil War. There were 34 million people who lived in the United States then. There were 34 states that would grow to 36 during the course of the war. The country was spreading west. It had reached the Pacific Ocean. 34 million people, 25 million in the North, 9 million in the South, 5 million white, 4 million black slaves. That war in a nation of 34 million, where 3 million men were under arms, killed, six 100,000 people, making it per capita one of the bloodiest wars in all of history. It was a war of emancipation, and when it ended, Blacks were free in America, but not equal and badly treated. The short-term victory and gains made for Blacks in the period of Reconstruction faded into a long, dark, evil night of Jim Crow that would not lift until the 1960s. I'm 52 years old, born in 1970. Five short years before I was born, blacks in America could not vote, were denied basic civil rights, lived in an apartheid society in the South. This isn't ancient history. This is current history. And we must learn from it. The job of this generation of Americans is not to sit in judgment of our ancestors, our parents and our grandparents. It is to perfect the union that they left us. And that union was stronger in 1970, as it was in 1945, As it was in 1865, as it was for every generation since the beginning who made it a little bit better. The fault of our ancestors to perfect the country does not excuse us of our duty, our obligations, and our responsibilities to meet the challenges of our era in perfecting the American Union. What Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida. Isn't just wrong, it's evil. He is trying to erase some of the most important lessons, lessons that have been earned through sacrifice, blood, cruelty of unfathomable dimensions. He seeks to whitewash it, erase it from history. He seeks to Disneyfy American history to wipe it clean of its ugliness, of its hatreds. But we need to understand these things lest we repeat them, lest we be unable to move on from them towards the city on the shining hill prophesied by John Kennedy, by John Winthrop, by Ronald Reagan. The American experiment is ongoing It is a continuation of an idea and its fulfillment. The country is imperfect because it has never lived up fully to its high ideals and ideas. The way to make sure that it never can and it never does is by erasing our history from the forthcoming rising generations of Americans who must know that there was slavery in America. They must know that there was apartheid in America. They must know these things because they must know the story about how they were overcome, the bravery and the nonviolence of the people who did it. They must know the stories of their courage, their grace, their wisdom, and they must know the smallness of the ideologies of hatred that fueled all of it. They must know these things, so when it comes their turn to lead, it can be their turn to discard this evil forever on the ash heap of history, because thus far our generation and our parents' generations have been unable to reach that important milestone. That means there is opportunity, opportunity for the next generation and the one after that, to take up the title of the greatest generation because the greatest generation of Americans will be the Americans who can finally at long last live our ideals, that we are all equal, created so by a creator beyond our power to comprehend, and that he or she or whatever is responsible for giving us life and liberty so that we may pursue happiness. This is beyond the remit of government. This is beyond the power of the politician and man. This is elemental to understanding the United States, which Ron DeSantis most certainly does not. What's happening in Florida in the schools is atrocious. It's debased. It should be stopped. But even if it isn't, Ron DeSantis and his petty band of Florida thugs will not be able to cover up American history because the truth matters in 2023. And the truth is, America isn't the happy, free place of Ron DeSantis's imagination. It's a place where freedoms have come hard, and much harder for some groups than others. It's a story about sacrifice and courage. That's the American story. It's too bad Ron DeSantis doesn't want to share it with your children.